0: engage it's like I'm out of breath on that walk over here from the button push to sit down. from the hill is starting now from the hill is starting I just want to share this before I start the music y'all can understand that
1: and you should share it too you should share it too Nicholas Collis. There we go.
0: There we go. We're ready to go. I got some you know, took me quite a bit of time to come up with this music. Today. Just play the music,
1: we'll discuss
0: Oh, it's here, baby. What do you think about
1: this song, you've Ross? Go, you've, go, you've been going, like, really old-school songs, like, '80s songs, like, the last four weeks, I feel like. I mean, STP's from the 90s. Yeah, but before that, it was Top Gun.
0: You guys don't like my new my new music. Before
1: that, it was a song you, you didn't even know what it was. The great Eddie Murphy. As well as, rest in peace, Rick James. Is this Rick James too? Yeah, Eddie Murphy with Rick James party all the time. You can't have your Eddie Murphy without your Rick James. Kind of can't, right? Or your Charlie
0: Murphy. Rest
1: in peace, Charlie Murphy.
0: Rest in peace, Charlie Murphy. What is up, everybody?
1: Man, that's that's a weird that's a weird song. You you don't like party all the time, dude? I love that song. I've heard it a million times before, but it's one of those. It's so. Do you know, there's a lot of other songs out there with like celebrity actors that were like, or like athletes that do music. Is that at the top of the list? You think it's one of the
0: most successful?
1: No, I'm just saying like uh, most popular, maybe most famous. So I so, guess in a way most successful. I don't know. I wasn't really around for that. Well, so Jamie Foxx maybe.
0: Yeah, but he, he's got some bangers. That's true. Jamie Foxx has got some bangers. That's true. He's got more than one. See, it's always, this is the thing that I heard, and it's so true. When you look at athletes versus musicians versus actors, like, they all envy each other's positions. Like, they all want to be able to do what the other one does. And that's why people, like, you know, I was talking about this this week with uh, Lady Gaga and Bradley Cooper. And I'm kind of ashamed to say it, but, like, I'll never watch that movie.
1: Have you Why? seen that? I'll never watch it. No, that we've movie. been trying to watch it for months now. I and mean, We just don't have the time. I'll never watch that movie.
0: I couldn't care less. I know that I've heard they do great
1: things and they're
0: going to fall in love or in real life or whatever, but like, I don't give a shit. Don't tell me the end. I'm, yeah, you're not going to hear it from me, buddy. But, dude, that's the thing. They all want to cross over. Uh, to me, I would say Jamie Foxx is probably the most successful actor to cross over to music. That's
1: how I I got it. Did you watch his show originally? It was like a, it was like a sitcom. Yeah. He was like, so he was like a comedian first. He was,
0: he was a comedian, and then he got like the prototypical early '90s sitcom, right? Yeah. Like you know, filmed in front of a live studio audience, and right. they tell jokes and ha ha and all that good stuff. So, yeah, I know Ross. I, dude, I know everybody loves the movie. And it's critically acclaimed and all that stuff.
1: I'm gonna see it. I'm just not. not I'm definitely right. gonna see it. I, it was one of those ones that I would pay for on demand to see.
0: What's the name of that movie? Nikki Corliss is asking. It's um a Star is Born,
1: right? That's it. Yeah, a yeah Star. A star is Born. I, In I- the sha sha la la la. <laughs> <laughs>
0: is, hey, it, is that Bradley Cooper singing? It's a good tune. I, I couldn't listen it's to it. I tried to I tried to listen to it live.
1: It's a good couldn't little tune. Is
0: he trying to be like a country singer? He's he got a little twang. Does no, he, but he, he actually a twang? no.
1: He did a lot of work with her to like make himself into a singer. And he's kind of I I've heard interviews with him, and he's not really. Uh, I think he's still a little bit shy about it. But he actually did a, good, I think he did a good 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 job. He actually sings all the songs on the the soundtrack. Sure. Well, speaking of singing, before, which that's impressive, man.
0: It, so before we get into the um the whole like uh sports topic because there's a lot to go to the movie that i re- remember just originally from actors who sung was walk the line right with joaquin yeah and reese witherspoon yeah that Carter. was a,
1: i feel like that was a little bit more edited and like digitally well, hey i'm
0: johnny cash
1: that was a really good sh- that was a really good show really good movie yeah
0: I, I like the I like the soundtrack to it too. I mean, I love the Johnny Cash songs, and I kind of liked Joaquin's spin on them, even if they were studio produced. Joaquin was
1: a really good actor for a while. There, I was seeing all of his movies. He went nuts.
0: What? Yeah, like what He's happened? back
1: again. He's playing the Joker in the new uh, God, yeah not <laughs> a freaking Batman movie.
0: He's playing the Joker. We have to do this every so pod. so. So listen, he's playing the Joker, right? And Ben Affleck is out. They're bringing in somebody else because they want Dude, to do a young enough movie. enough. Hey man, we I'm,
1: have to talk about this every <laughs> single show. <laughs>
0: Hey, man, I'm just trying to give you the deal. I've
1: had it! I'm just trying to give you the deal. Sorry, that, the deal. Was, that was really loud. All
0: right, so let's get into the topic, and we're going to jump no, no, right no, into no, it. no, 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 let's
1: not jump right into it. I, I, all right, go ahead. Because I wanted to talk to you about, you said you said Jamie Foxx, but there's other guys out there. Who you got? And I wanted to throw it to the audience. Who you got? I wanted to throw it to the audience of actors that also did, or athletes who also put these songs out. We got a like, lot of them.
0: talking about, like, Damian Lillard as a rapper? I heard he can spit bars. Shaq. Oh, God. Nothing nothing that Shaq has done. David Hasselhoff. <laughs> I'm serious. Nothing that Shaq has done outside of Blue Chips and his show on TNT is any good. And I, dis- I love Shaq.
1: I strongly disagree. Like Shazam. I strongly disagree. Steel,
0: like all of Shaq's endeavors. Adam Sandler movies. Outside of the NBA.
1: Shaq knows it's a joke, though. He knows it's, a, it's almost like.
0: <laughs> Not early on, he didn't. Yeah, he did. No, no, no. Come on. No, no. No, no, that that was and no, Ross, Mo Bamba does not count because
1: it's the name of an athlete. As the
0: it's song. the name of the song.
1: Bamba, how, do you like that song, Mo
0: Bamba? Can you get into you it? You know,
1: I I knew what it was, but I don't think I've heard it for a while, so I don't really remember how it it's goes. like
0: the, the hype song. All all the white kids will dance to it,
1: right? Well, there's a lot of those. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I I wanted to throw it to the audience, and you know, if you guys have if you guys have like athletes or actors that tried their hand in the music biz throw out your favorites who's yeah you know will smith nick's throwing out i mean yeah he was originally a rapper
0: well, okay so that that's a good one but will smith yeah he was sort of a rapper first before he
1: acted right yeah so like these are like the hybrids now it's justin timberlake he's a hybrid right, now, right? he was a
0: musician before he was an actor right we want we want actor before musician like yeah. eddie
1: murphy and jamie fox and yeah, that's a perfect that's, that's one of the weird ones right? yeah. yeah 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 of like course there's so even now like bradley cooper I if he does an album right, right. So yeah, those, it's not
0: enough to sing on the soundtrack. Kind of you gotta then like put music out, right? Like Eddie Murphy in the video, if you watch party all the time, they're in the studio and like he's dude such he, he's bumping. How awkward though. Like, I, I,
1: I love it. It's just so awkward. I love that song. It's got like two lyrics to
0: it, but I love it. Yeah. It's perfect eighties jam.
1: Well, that's just what I you know, if we guys want to keep throwing them up here, that's what I wanted to kind of just start on a light note because there's a lot to get into.
0: Yeah, I'm with you.
1: I'm with there's you. a lot to get into today. Yeah,
0: there is a lot to get into. We're going to start right here and I really wanted to start here because I was I have been saying this for months on the show and I've had people that have been anti that and this turned into an entire fiasco, so let's talk about it. Let's talk about it. The Phillies and Bryce Harper have come to terms on a contract, 13 years, 330 million dollars. No buyouts, no opt-outs, no trade clause. Your first reaction, Prof.
1: My first reaction, I heard the news, and you're expecting, you're, you're waiting for the details. So I got the news first. I, f- I heard it on, on the radio. And the fact that we got him, I was ecstatic. I, w- I, st- I, st- I actually got home. I was working for my home office. I yelled downstairs. I ran around the house a little bit. I'll, I'll be honest. I was pumped. So I didn't know the details of, you know, of, of the contract. Then I came downstairs, turned on MLB Network. About ten minutes later, and this is when they start bringing out the details. And and there's some things in there that were really eye popping. The first one was 13 years. Okay. So what that 13 years means to me, when you see the number three, th- uh, 330 million, means that's going to be spread out a lot further. Than the ten years that we thought he was going to get for that three thirty. So the word, yeah.
0: So the word you're hearing a lot today is ACV, right? And so that's AAV or ACV, annual contract value, right? You're going to hear and that what that uh, the the A is the important part is annual, right? And so when you look at a deal like this, you have to look at the annual part. So I wanted to bring up a point where you're at here, and then let you keep going about the details of this. So what I heard, right? Because the first thing that came up was, you know, the Nats offered a ten-year, three hundred million dollar deal, right? Yeah. And now, why was the Phillies deal so much more enticing? Obviously, it's a little more money. It's three more years. But their contract was not the ACV per year that the Phillies deal is. They had it backloaded, akin to the Bobby Bonilla deal. In fact, it was so backloaded that Bryce Harper would be getting paid the end of his contract at age 59.
1: Uh, 62, I heard. Okay.
0: So in, he wanted no parts of that. Right. He wants his money now, right? And I can't blame him. So that's the first part of the deal. That's why the Nationals deal really fell through. And so go ahead, you continue.
1: All right, so uh, you know, we heard the details on the years and the, and the dollar figure. I first thought, okay, we're going to be able to, that's going to spread out. Then I heard the no opt-out, which all the while, this was the biggest issue. This was, this was the thing on the table that Harper wanted and needed to make sure that he was going to sign with somebody. And why is that? Tell Turns him why. Turns out, why, why is that important? Yep, tell them why that's important because he's that's a commitment that's a direct commitment to the Phillies organization and it tells me off the bat that John Middleton and Matt Clentac went into this with a plan and a and a pitch to him to make sure that his brand is grown number 1 and that winning comes to Philadelphia in the, in the form of Free agency
0: couldn't agree more. So, he Nick said a lot. Let's break some of that down. We've had some some comments come in. So, first is yeah, his ACV is more than Howard's. Howard was five, 125. Uh, Harper's got a bigger signing bonus. Also, something to talk about here on Harper's deal at its face value 13 for 330. I think the ACV is around 26 and a half, right? But he's got a lot of 20,
1: boat, 25, seven, something I think. like that. But it's he's back loaded, like the back end is only 22 something,
0: right but if you look at his contract he's got there's a lot more money in here to be made for him so he's got bonuses for multiple different things per year so he gets 50k for an all-star appearance a gold glove um, or winning some sort of batting title like in the area of yeah which that's all runs, money like that makes bat. itself right and well yeah cuz like the guy's going to be an all-star almost every
1: year you're going right? to you're going to make money right. off of his all-star so he, i don't know how that works but you're going to make money off
0: that 500k if he wins the mvp so he all around has got a million things going on. Um, right below you, Nikki on the table, there's a strip. I got you. So, so there's that going on with his deal, and he gets he's got a twenty million dollars signing bonus coming to him, but it's split up. He gets ten mil in April, and he's getting ten mil, I believe, in October on that piece. Um, and they, they do that just for the the way that the books work and your pay scales for the year. Um, to Nick's point, the opt-out clause was important because. Peanuts, yeah, right? Peanuts when you're getting through <laughs> when you're getting that much money. The opt-out clause was important to Harper because what he said was he wanted to sign one deal and he wanted to set roots there. He wanted that to be home and he wanted to stay there for the rest of his career. And he wants to be able to attack attract free agents at the point of saying to them, look, I'm here for 13 years. There's no early opt-out. People were complaining about the no trade. This is how negotiations work. This is a give and take when you're negotiating with a guy. The fact that he did not take the no opt out then you give him the no trade and what a no trade means is not that he can't be traded it's that he has the power to veto any trade that he would want to so in the event down the road seven eight ten years the Phillies start to entertain trade talks for him which this contract would allow because of the ACB that we're talking about he, he could veto any trade that comes up that's all a no trade club means doesn't mean he can't be traded it means he has power over that that's the give and take of the no opt out verse and
1: that's completely the, the fine no trade. that's totally cool. agree that's completely fine what they pitched to him, what they pitched to him is Bryce, in two years, there's a guy that you're buddies with that apparently reports now have come out that you've been texting with. <laughs> yeah. This this by the way, I just want to put this out here. This by the way
0: is gonna make everybody in Philadelphia go nuts what Nick's about to tell no, you. No, but, so, but it's not it's not a fairy tale. It's not a fairy tale. This is true.
1: I like while this was going on, while these negotiations were going on and people were saying you have to pass on Harper because we want to get Trout in the future. That was completely the wrong way to go about it. The, the right way to go about it is what Middleton and Klintak did by pitching that idea to Harper and saying, Hey, if we open up this contract a little bit, number one, we're going to give you commitment. We're, you, you commit to us. We commit to winning you, your buddy Reese, your buddy, Mike, are all going to come here and win championships <laughs> and recruit free agents in the meantime. Notice, this, notice, is, this is a Golden State Warriors mentality, notice is it he not?
0: S- he just snuck in your buddy Mike there.
1: Yeah, what, Which Mike are you referring to? Mike Trout. <laughs> so people all along the whole time were saying we should pass up on Harper and get Mike Trout. Well, this actually makes it more feasible to get Mike Trout. This deal makes it more feasible to get Mike Trout than if we passed on Harper, kept our $330 million, this this is the way to go about it and that was the pitch that was put on the table to Harper that was the pitch that was i and and to be honest with you i think that Scott Boris did not like this i think he kind of he put his cards on the table and said hey Bryce gave me i think he put i heard on the radio today the term was walking um walking orders he said this is what i want to do you work for me let's do this take less money per year over a longer period of time so we can spread that out and put that plan into motion that was pitched to us since day one. So and I thank God that the I, Phillies have done the right thing. I'm sorry.
0: I totally agree with you, but there's no way
1: that Boris is on too pleased with this because he gets
0: 10%. So that's $33 million, like the largest deal he's ever gotten. So he's got to be pretty happy about that uh, on on your point. You're right. And here's the thing about the Mike Trout thing. These guys are friends. These guys text back and forth and When Mike Trout talks to his father about the Philadelphia sports teams, like the Eagles, for instance, and the Phillies, he says, we. He goes, we signed, we got. I'm just just telling you what's going on out there. If Trout makes it to free agency, if, which I think we are at about a 50-50 shot that he's going to right now amongst popular demand, if he gets there.
1: Mike Trout is not going to make a decision until that – offseason right correct hits, which correct. is two, years. That's two a, years listen it's a long it's, it's way to go Two
0: years and if he gets there to free agency there's going to be major players coming after him but the phillies are going to be amongst the top it's going to be the, the yankees are going to throw 400 million dollars at trout's feet and the phillies are going to be well in that race and if the phillies are really good which we expect them to be now with this lineup and what they've added and what it looks like they're going to continue to add they're going to be in the race for mike trout it's 100 percent. not only are they gonna be in the race they're going to be front running because the kid is from right across the river in Jersey and he's a Philly guy. I mean,
1: I'm not, this is I, the truth. listen, I'm not going to count chickens that way What's be- up, Jace? before all that. But I, I just really hope that people understand why this is, a, is such a team friendly deal. I think they do. I think when you look at the average per year and you see how it's going to be spread out over, over 13 years, I think people can see that it does actually free up that, that's luxury tax. Yeah, uh, issue, so that in the future you can sign free agents, you can build this team. And I think of it this way: in five, eight, ten years, what is gonna? What's twenty-five million dollars a year? When we get to when we start talking those numbers, I and mean, you start having guys like Mike Trout and Mookie Betts in free agency, those numbers are going to be nothing.
0: The CBA is up in three years, right? And, and we, we sit that.
1: here, yeah, we sit here and talk about twenty-five million dollars like it's nothing to these guys, it is. Well, sure.
0: Yeah. Well, the difference between, think about it like this, the difference between $300 million and and $330 million, is $30 million. It's a lot of goddamn money. Like, so the fact that it's guaranteed in baseball, it's all guaranteed. What really matters is the TCV, right? The total contract value. And he's going to get every penny of that. So
1: I think they, they, they knocked out, they knocked out what Boris wanted to accomplish in that that's the record. Is the total exactly right? Exactly, and I think right. that that kind of like his right. thirst for you know a, one of those history making. Hundred percent.
0: He broke. He broke. He broke through that top that three hundred million. Right. He got above it. Three thirty. Got the highest deal ever. So he 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 did what he wanted to get done on Boris's side, and and Harper got what he wanted, and now he gets to set up roots in Philadelphia and go after World Series. Now let's talk about comparatively this deal to other deals, right? And I, I really wanted to get into this. The things we talked about on social media. I've been having this conversation a lot this week about other deals. So, first off, let's I don't know if we touched on this, but let's briefly talk about the Aaron Nola deal. That actually was a really team friendly deal, if you think about it. And that, amongst now the Bryce deal, allows you to continue to add. So, I think that may go underlooked that Nola really gave the Phillies a hometown discount on that deal.
1: No, absolutely. And they did it at a great time. And what I think that they did was say, hey, we have this pitch out to Bryce Harper. This is our plan. Are you in with this plan? Right. And he's like, yeah. Yeah, I'm in of with course I am. Of course. Of course I am. I'm in with this plan. I'm making, I'm, what's it, with like $40 million? Four, three or 40 mil.
0: Three or 40 mil. And by the way. There's no coincidence. He's in on this plan. It's a three-year deal. We just talked about it. The CBA's up in three years. Incredi- so he knows what he's doing.
1: It's, it's an incredibly team-friendly contract for, for the production. that Ar- Aaron Nola is an ace. Aaron Nola
0: is a frontline 1A stud. He's
1: yes. a certified ace.
0: Frontline ace, 100%. And the,
1: the, I really think that they went to Aaron Nola and said, hey, if you can do this for us, Bryce is going to buy in. And down the line, we have another guy that we want to buy into that we're pretty sure he's going to buy in. Like, does this all falls into place, right? By the way. Let, like, all these conspiracies oh, theories it's, fall it's, into place, It's right? a real
0: deal. By the way, so before we get into comparing this to the other contracts outside of Phillies, look at who the Phillies have gone and got this year, right? McCutcheon, who obviously is aging but still got some in the tank, Right perfect
1: clubhouse
0: guy and and uh, dude i mean love him in this park
1: perfect clubhouse guy perfect professional professional hitter love it love the move good on defense it it improves us a great deal in left field
0: real muto is probably the
1: best catcher in the league no am i wrong he's definitely the best catcher in the league and you know what if this doesn't happen that move for Real real muto does not make a whole lot of sense now it does. Well, now, yeah. Now it does. Right, because look I, at your life. I was very concerned that they were going to give up. Um, there's a couple prospects. I'm not going to get into the prospects with you guys, but there was an, uh, one or two prospects in the organization that I was not cool with giving up for Real Muto, because I know how catchers age. You see it. Jonathan Lucroy was the, yeah, was the best I, catcher in baseball. They have now windows. he's now he's. Or they got to move to first base. Now he's a journeyman. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and and that's what happens. Buster Posey was the best catcher. Now right. he can't really move too much. No, they
0: got to move. He's still Joe Mauer. Joe Mauer and Joe Ma- first base. Th- this is what yeah. happens. Catchers so, got to move.
1: But they saw this offensive win- catchers. They saw this window, and now that move makes so much sense.
0: Oh, uh, dude, it's it at it, the lineup. And by the way, we're not talking about their
1: new shortstop either
0: who is one of the best hitters in the league. I mean, one of
1: the most underrated hitters in the league. Yeah, and, I mean, it's, and, Segura is an
0: absolute stud.
1: Overall, like a five-tool player. Yeah, so
0: so you look at what they add with Harper here, and they're ready to win now. This team is ready to win now. I mean, I, I look at their lineup as constituted now. It looks to be the best in the National League to me. Maybe I'm wrong, but it looks to be the best lineup in the National League to me.
1: So who do you think is going to be the standout star in this lineup? And there is an answer. There's, I have an answer to this question. Okay. I don't know if you are thinking along the same lines. Okay,
0: well, let me tell you what I think. I think that this is really going to help Reese Hoskins
1: because he's
0: going to get to play first base now, which is a better position for him. Honestly, I think Bryce Harper is going to hit 48 home runs next year. I think he is going to be an absolute monster. The Vegas ballpark. line
1: is 32 and a half, I, he's which gonna, is a little bit concerned. I think he's anyway. going to blow that away. It's a little concerning to me. Yeah, I don't care
0: about the Vegas line. He's going to blow that away. There's your bet right there. I'm betting it as soon as we get done here, and I'll post my bet. I'm taking the over on the home run
1: total on Bryce Harper. Okay, taking that's it. Fair. I'm I'm concerned. Who,
0: who, who's your star? You, I know you got somebody
1: in mind. This is. The, I'm not saying star. Forty-eight. I'm not saying. I'm not saying star, but I'm saying somebody that can really benefit from the presence of Bryce Harper in the lineup, and that guy is Mike Mike Alfranco. Here's the reason. Michael Franco quietly hits 25 homers last year. And I think I heard today that he had the highest batting average on the team last year.
0: They did not have a lot of high BA guys last year. I,
1: I know. But at, with Michael Franco expected to be one of the stars on the team... It, all right. let's and to still on, to Time st- out. Is he... Is Franco
0: team? expected to be one of the stars on the
1: team? I think he's, he was. He he was. No, that's what I'm saying. But he, he sort of fell short. Right, and now he's slated to hit like seventh in this lineup. I think now the pressure is way off of him, and to but what he what I'm saying is yes, now he's expected to hit seventh in the lineup. But when he was expected to hit in a four slot last year, and he st- he hit 25 homers and had a decent batting average, I think the highest on the team, from what I heard this morning, if I didn't check it. But that's what I heard this morning. What do you think he'll do with in the seven spot? You know what I mean? Oh, uh, true. It I does take the... Hang on. I think there's Real quick, potential there.
0: Ross, sorry, buddy. Uh, we were testing the phone with the new cords I got, and it wasn't working out, so we, we're down on the phones today. Sorry, buddy. I got to mess with the iRig somewhere. I got the cords. Go ahead, Nicky. Sorry I mean to cut you off.
1: No, it's no problem.
0: Yeah, I mean, him down in the lineup certainly alleviates some pressure. Um, this this lineup just looks outstanding. Let I want to talk about comparative deals because i really want to talk there's one guy i really want to talk about i really want to talk about Arenado. <laughs> arianado or nolan arenado arenado whatever i call i say arianado whatever you're a weirdo yeah, yeah that's how i do i get made fun of for my water pronunciation all the time so the Rockies third baseman don't get me wrong the guy's very good okay he got an eight-year 260 million dollar deal right his numbers deserve it or do they and I brought this up on social media, and we had a big debate, and I'm sure we're going to hear more about it now. However, uh, there's no denying the Rocky split. Are, are we going to – you're you're going to fully acknowledge the Coors Field effect and the Rocky split here, right?
1: Yeah, but I'm not – I do think that there is – I do think there is more to it than meets the eye. I do think I, – I don't think that you can just say he's only good because he's a Rocky. I I
0: never said that, and I want to be clear. A guy – like Ariano who has put up these numbers right as we they talked about five or six time goal glover at third base the dude's a great player he's a five-time all-star like he's clearly a great player okay but you cannot and this has been a thing for 20 years with major league general managers and guys who've played their entire career in Cor- colorado right it's a thing look at carlos gonzalez you can go down the line of every goddamn rocky the rocky split is real and there's reasons for this. And it doesn't just have to do with the fact that the ball flies further. And this is the part that I don't think people understand about Coors Field. Here's the thing about Coors Field. Yes, they did move the fence back. So it has it's one of the furthest fences in the majors to hit home run, right? That,
1: that actually helps the hitter. It actually
0: helps the hitter. Tell them why, Nick.
1: Because it actually opens up more outfield and Correct. there's more ground to cover. That's right. So the ball, more... tra- the ball travels faster to the spot that you can't get to.
0: And there's more doubles and triples in in Coors Field because there's a bigger outfield for right. the same outfielders to cover that amount of ground. And by the way, the ball still travels over the fence more than any other stadium, even though they moved it back.
1: Forever. second factor to hitting at Coors Field is there's a, there's a major issue with uh, pitchers who are primarily breaking ball pitchers. So the why? ball The ball does not break as much. The ball does not spin as much. Uh, so you're not going to get as much curve on your curveball you're not going to get as much drop on your sinker you're not as going to get it, as much drop on your splitter that's just a fact of altitude i mean exactly that's right and so effect.
0: pitchers see more fastballs right in right. Coors field because pitchers don't trust their breaking balls there they don't have the sharp break that they do by the way it is about this far underneath of a mile it's like 5,180 feet above sea level the next closest stadium is I forget where it was, but it's only a thousand feet above sea level. Right. So the course field split is real. And so if you want to take a guy like Nelson, you have to convince me that he can do it. Like if so if he at the open market, is he worth eight year two sixty? I wouldn't pay that.
1: Because Nolan Arenado is is the top five player in baseball. Yeah, but is he? Yes, he is.
0: So but you don't so you don't think the Rocky split is real. I, I would pay Nolan
1: Arenado exactly what he got okay
0: paid. so let me so h- then we go back to the guys he's
1: he's he's a very 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 valuable player okay
0: so we go back to then this is going to be how this gets broken down right the three big contracts of 2019 bryce harper manny machado and Arnato and we're we're being told or what the media is telling you or what analytics will tell you all the above that Bryce Harper is the worst of these three players. Do you agree with that? Do you think he's, I think he's the least talented? Or, uh, all right, Sorry, I'm going to start with just that word. He's the worst of the three.
1: His numbers are the worst of the three in the last three seasons. When you look at his MVP season, I mean, you see the potential there. He was 22 when he had that season. He may have the worst numbers in the last three seasons, but he also has the highest ceiling.
0: Well, that, so, so Bob just said what I said.
1: If you're not the Rockies, are you paying that? Nick said yes, so Nick said I am, he would. I am 100% paying Nolan Arenado. He's a top-five player. If you went to your and, – and this is, okay. This might not be a good kind of comparison, but if you're picking your fantasy or your dynasty fantasy baseball team, he's a top-five player. See,
0: and it's the problem. If we're talking fantasy, but, of course you want but, Rockies.
1: But there is, also, there is also an argument to your argument on the Coors effect. And that is an in-season kind of X factor. So we talked about the breaking balls, um, not breaking as much, making it easier for hitters. We talked about the ball traveling faster to the gaps. But what happens is when you are used to playing in that type of environment when you go on the road it's that much more difficult
0: yes i agree So there is you. a factor so the there. splits look worse than the, maybe the hitter exa- exactly. would be i it's agree exaggerated with you. a little bit i agree with you and there's
1: an article i posted an article in my thread that i had that we, we were talking about this i don't even know what i posted but somehow we got into this um i think it was something like nolan arenado has just made it more difficult for us to sign harper obviously that didn't come to fruition but I posted an article, and there's it. There is some good counter arguments to the Coors effect. I don't think it's just cut and dry that you can say a guy like Nolan Arenado, who I believe to be a top five player, I don't think you can just say and well, I do, if you put I, him somewhere him to else, top ten for sure. If you put him somewhere else, that he's not going to be as good. I his defense alone is worth sure a lot of that contract.
0: Sure, and he's an all world third baseman, so you have that going for you. The question is, I think, if we're going to be fair, we're going to compare positions, and I'm, you think he's a better player than Manny Machado. Is that what you, you
1: think that's the case? I, I mean, listen,
0: you... Manny Machado also an all-world third baseman defensively, t- right? I'll,
1: let's say this. You play where you're signed to play, right? So if, the, if the, he's putting so up he's numbers...
0: he's going to put up better numbers than Manny. Absolutely. Certainly. He already has. So, I, yeah. I looked at the numbers. So, so
1: I mean, by default, uh, yeah, he's better than Manny. I'm going to say it outright. I mean, over the last, how I think it's three, maybe four years, nobody's ma- had more RBIs. Right. Nobody's had, I don't think anybody's had more homers.
0: It's possible we'd have to look. He's up there. He has more homers in six years than Harper ha- or in six years than Harper has in seven. However, so
1: you play where you play.
0: The one key factor to me when I looked at the numbers, and I broke this down on your Facebook page actually in that conversation, it went on the one big thing that 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 stood out to me is you know Harper's got a higher OPS, and Harper's splits are almost dead even.
1: I, I love OPS. I love OPS lo- is
0: the best number, right? Where's Bobby at? I know Bobby's in here.
1: OPS is the number. I love Harper. Op- I love OPS. Harper's OPS
0: is nine hundred. And
1: it's higher than
0: Arenado's.
1: I, 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 you're annoying me that you keep saying how Arenado. do you, how do you say it? Aaron, Nolan Arenado. Arenado. Yeah.
0: I'm just gonna call him Arenado.
1: That's weird. All right. I don't like
0: it. So Harper's splits are higher than
1: Arenado's. No, I, no, I, I, I see that. I, I get it. And like a, I said, the ceiling is much. I think the ceiling's not. I'm not saying much higher, but it's higher for Harper. Harper. Yes. I
0: really do feel that way. Well, Harper, obviously, he's already won an MVP. And that season, so to your point, if you look at that MVP season, the, his numbers are ridiculous. His OPS was above one point one in his MVP season.
1: It was outrageous. His, well, I look at OPS and I look at slugging. And number one, Harper has all time the best slugging percentage in the history of Citizens Bank Park. Number two is Reese Hoskins. That's going to be really, by the really way, fun.
0: you know, you know that. Speaking of that, that he's got the highest right now through the first, whatever, six, seven years of his career, there's only three guys above him. You know who they are? No. Babe Ruth.
1: Wait, wait, this is for what? OPS. Okay, keep going.
0: Barry Bonds, and I forget the third, but it's another big-time Hall of Famer. Yeah. I heard it on the radio.
1: Well, he at this point in his career, he's actually ahead of Barry Bonds in, like, homers, yeah, OPS. Yeah, I saw – I I I uh, But, you know, I, I look at those numbers – that all said, I do think Arenado's contract is completely justified because you know what? If you're going to get those numbers as a uh, playing with the Rockies, if you're going to continue to get those numbers, yeah, sure, I, I, yeah.
0: Well, that's that's the whole argument. Then he's a, his, if you weren't the Rockies, would you pay him? But they are the Rockies, so it, do,
1: it doesn't that actually means more. And like, by the way, the
0: Rockies have a little window here because they actually have some decent pitching for the next two years and. They got to try and get it done now, right? Because the Rockies can't hang on the pitchers. Why would you stay in in Colorado if you're a decent? The pitcher? Rockies lineup for a couple of years now has been pretty scary, right? And if they get anybody that's willing to pitch there for a couple of years, they they can play. And so, they
1: have they have an ace caliber guy right now in Freeland. I think Freeland made his made his mark last year um, to be the first guy to have like some success pitching there. Oh boy.
0: So Cahill brings up the shift. So I don't know if we want to get into the shift on this show because Nick knows how I feel about the shift. This may start a dissertation on on the shift because I hate the fucking shift like with a passion. So I wouldn't want to get into talking about the shift on this show. Maybe we'll do it
1: um, when we're straight baseball season. Yeah,
0: when we get into the baseball, like full baseball season. This is season. Harper
1: Day, well, Bob. Shift. Stop. Yeah.
0: <laughs> well, he says the shift is unfair to Harper
1: because he's a lefty. He's not, not wrong. He can hit to he's not wherever, wrong. Harper can hit wherever he wants.
0: All right. So so that 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 was the big contract. And I think what's gonna happen here, right? And to your point, is those three are gonna get are going gonna be tied together because they got the huge monster deals, right? They're the big free agents. We're gonna see the rest of the free agents fall now that these guys have signed. Uh but I mean, there's nothing to not be excited about. Are, are, are we done?
1: Are we done? I don't the think Phillies so. Are done? I
0: don't. They're, I mean, they don't. They don't appear to be done, right? I think they're still looking for a left-handed arm to start. Uh, you know, I, I don't think
1: they're done. I know there's been some. Uh, you know, people are not very high on Dallas Keuchel. I understand that, but I also know that the Phillies need a left-handed starting pitcher, big time. They have for years now, and I've been like kind of sick of just watching this rotation of. These meddling guys, guys like Eflin. I know Pavetta has shown some promise. I know Eflin's shown some promise, but like these are middle of the road guys in my estimation. Unless they make a big jump this year, these are middle of the road guys. And I really would like to have somebody with some, um, you know, some some experience as a left-handed pitcher. A left-handed pitcher.
0: Let me ask you this, just straight away, okay? If the Phillies had nobody else can they win the National League as constituted
1: sure. right now? Sure, they can. Baseball is different, man. Baseball is so different. You, you get, you need to get hot in the right situations. Anybody can win the National League. Now, when Michael, I say, yeah. when I say any, anybody, what I mean is, you know, you know the teams that are going to be there. The Phillies are going to be there. 100%. Okay? They're definitely going to be there, but you need to get hot at the right times. Base, that That's that's the difference between baseball. Right now, we know the Warriors are going to win the championship, right? That's why basketball is a little bit different. True. Baseball. If you're getting hot at the right time, you can beat any pitcher that that they put in front of you any given day. But also true. Obviously, you want to you want to stack your odds. Like you you want the odds more in your favor. I think we need that third starter, that Dallas Keuchel type role guy. It's been there before. Guys want a Cy Young. I know he's not a Cy Young candidate right now, but I also yeah. I mean, we already got
0: a Cy Young candidate on this team, so he we just need a second banana. And unfortunately the guy we brought in to do that
1: really let us down.
0: Who am I talking about?
1: Jake Arietta. Yeah. And and you know, there's there may be something left in the tank for him.
0: I need to see it. I think this, I mean he owes us a great year here,
1: no? I, I listen, when you're pitching for a team, let's let's say you're a guy like Arieta going into last season with a team that you're not expected to do much with. Okay. Right? And you and going into that season, you're expected to be the actual ace. Like so Nola wasn't Nola yet. He was Nola, Yeah, but he, was but Nola. he wasn't, he was he wasn't ace caliber Nola yet. Okay. So I don't know. I think that pressure takes a little bit of time to adjust to. I think that pressure is now off him with him being kind of the veteran type guy. I think he can have a bounce back season. I know that he stays in shape. I know that he works hard at what he does. Um, I just I'm not ready to write him off yet, but I do I there is another piece missing. Okay. So Tate,
0: Tate's coming in. All right, make your two bets tonight. I'm with you, Tate, and we'll make them. So Nikki, over under Philly's wins. I haven't seen the Vegas line. Tate, if you've seen it, throw it out there for I us. I'd
1: 90, say 94 and a half or something like
0: 94, that. 94. So the Vegas line, I believe, would come in somewhere around ninety. So that puts you at over.
1: Yeah. I guess it would. Yeah. So you're going to go over because only because I don't think we're done yet.
0: I mean, I know we're not done. I'm going to agree. I'm going to take – if the Vegas over-under is
1: 90 to 92 wins, I'm going over. And here's here's another thing that to consider. So baseball has made this move toward the opener and kind of stacking up the bullpen, right? hmm And we can still do that. You look at the guys we have in the bullpen right now, and – we have Sir Anthony, who's developing and looked really good Sir last Anthony year good. in a lot of spots. He did; he, he was inconsistent, but he he looked like he has some stuff. We signed Robertson, who we know has some stuff. He's, uh, yeah, he, I mean, he's aging a little bit. Yeah, but he was a great sign. So you bring in a guy like Craig Kimbrell, who's arguably the third best closer of all time. I mean, you have some innings to work with. Sure. So, that's, Bob, that's what we were trying to figure out, right? Who is your number three
0: starter going to be? Man, I'll tell you what. I hate to criticize management because of the off season that they had, but man, wouldn't Cole Hamels look fucking amazing in this rotation right now?
1: Yeah, yeah, I I see. I that. Mean, we talked about that last. I year. wanted I it think... last year.
0: I wanted it last year because I wanted him for the stretch, and I wanted him to sign. Is he still
1: with? Is he he's still a, signed with Texas? Yeah,
0: uh, no, he's with the Cubs.
1: Yeah, oh, he signed
0: He got traded to the Cubs. That's right. He signed
1: with the Cubs. All he gets it.
0: traded to the Cubs. He goes 6-0 this is after a... he gets traded, and, and I wanted him. Listen. How good would he look back in pinstripes right now, red pinstripes? Now,
1: now, I I like what you're saying, but he's a guy at his point in his career where you look at what he's doing throughout the season. He's a He's a trade deadline guy. He's a guy that you trade. If he's going good. Yeah, he's a trade he deadline could, guy. Be right. You bring him in when you know he's going good and he hasn't fallen off that much. Well, well the irony instead of,
0: that is of when it's, when the Cubs brought him in, he was going awful in Texas, and then went showed up in Chicago and just tore it up. But league change. But there were certain factors we, we talked about that. Yeah. All right. So so yeah, I think we're honestly like almost both in agreement here with the Phils. It's all upside. So uh, we'll watch to see if they make any more moves. We'll watch the rest of the major league baseball trade deadline or sorry not trade deadline uh free agency as we get into the spring training into the regular season here. One other thing that I wanted to touch on um outside of baseball was
1: Kyler Murray weighed in today. Did you catch that, Nikki? Yeah, he's uh as tall as I am. Are you five ten? Sure. I'm taller than you. What are you? I'm five yeah, ten. Yeah, but you got that comb over. <laughs> yeah, but that makes me
0: five eleven. <laughs> it's not a comb over, bro. What is that? It's a, its called a hard part. So I am—I am five ten.
1: Yeah. With
0: sneakers on, a eleven. So uh, you got to be like
1: five nine. Yeah, but I can jump. <laughs> got way bigger so, hands.
0: So Kyler Murray, Kyler Murray, he—he. Wh- he, was proud to size in. I guess as you would call it that. Right? I don't know how tall are you? Size in five ten and an eighth, which I thought he was under five ten. So I'm I'm happy for
1: the guy. Like based on what? Like ba- based on what? Did Just you think looking at him. Supposed- Just looking at him.
0: I can. I'm good with. I'm good with, with checking out you height. You can't
1: tell from I, TV. I
0: thought he was a little under five ten.
1: Like bring the guy in the room. I'll tell you what. It, what well, like, yeah. Well, he is.
0: if I was st- if he walked in here, then we'd be. I would know because I mean, like, he'd be the knows. same height.
1: It's ridiculous. So he
0: weighed in at two oh eight. But there's something interesting about this 208 I just want to throw out there. By the way, that's that's big. He's beefy. Yeah, dude. I, I was 208 uh, two weeks ago. Well, here's the thing. He's not running at the combine. Do you, you know why he's not running? Because he's 208.
1: <laughs> exactly.
0: That's exactly right. I've been 208, yeah, man. You like, can't run 208. Like they talked about it. I'm like, dude, he played at like a buck 95. Like, there ain't no way he's going to show up because the dude can run a 4 4 he ain't running four four at two oh eight.
1: Straight away. No, he wanted to beef himself up. He wanted up to beef up. So I could take a hit.
0: I'm with it, but I, I'm I'm happy for the kid that he came in at five ten. That's not too short, by the way. Russell Wilson's five eleven, so he's right there. So I'm happy for the kid.
1: Why so we keep comparing these? We keep comparing these. Guys, you have to. Man. I know. It's all based on just the eye test. Oh, this guy looks like this guy because he's five and he can run a little bit. It's so stupid. It doesn't make any sense. But you have to. I mean, got to do it. I, I don't know. I think there's another way to do it. It's watching him with your eyes play football.
0: Well, and the reason that you're doing it is because of the way that they play. If you look at Wilson at NC State in Wisconsin, you look at Kyler Murray.
1: They play the same game. So, are you going to pass on Kyler Murray if he if he if he measured at five nine and a half or five nine compared to five ten? Is that really what you're going to base your? I'm not your saying I would.
0: On? I'm not saying I would personally because I stay in five ten.
1: But the guys in I the NFL that. I know that the but got right
0: the guys in the NFL that are GMs yeah that stuff is important so let me ask you this you're you are the Giants right you might be able to get the first quarterback off the board and you got uh Dwayne haskins from Ohio State
1: that's another. or doubt. you got
0: Kyler Murray Haskins is your prototypical six three and a half six four big guy big arm pocket passer or you got Kyler Murray your college slash new age type of guy who are you going with Dwayne Haskins. There you go. So so you just answered the question. Because if Kyler Murray it has nothing, if Ky, but if Kyler Murray was 6'1, who would you be taking? It has nothing
1: to do with Does that. it not? I, no, it doesn't. If uh, so no it doesn't because
0: so you wouldn't take Kyler Murray if
1: he was six one? If I didn't have playmakers like Odell Beckham and Saquon Barkley on my same offense and Evan Ingram on my same offense, then yeah, if I need a playmaker like that to run around and scramble and make things happen. Yeah, maybe I'm going to draft Kyler Murray. I don't need that. If I have a, if I have a just a pocket passer, the best pocket passer in the draft, and I have playmakers on the outsides and behind me, I don't need that. But
0: doesn't everybody need that? I mean, the Giants' offensive line stinks underwater, and don't you need a guy that can extend plays? There
1: are things you can do. There. Haskins There's can things.
0: extend plays. He's not a mobile
1: guy. No. So you, but don't ask Stephen A. Smith. I'm Stephen A. <laughs> did you hear what? He, did <laughs> yeah, you hear that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. All I heard him.
0: I heard Stephen A. Uh, by the way, I, uh, Steve, dude, Stephen A, I love Stephen A's show, by the way, because he gets the best guests. Like I told you, Jalen Rose had one of the best interviews on Stephen A last week ever, and uh, dude, like I love Stephen A. Stephen A is amazing. The things that come out of his mouth are just incredible.
1: But I don't trust him for my football. Dude, dude he
0: was freaking out about Jason Witten coming out of retirement today. Like, no, don't do this to me. What is that guy going to do? What is Jason Witten going to do? That dude, when he retired, his yak was negative. Like it was, di- it was dividing a fraction by zero that guy caught the ball and fell over no, and now he's he, a year removed. Jason Witten's an all timer probably going to go to the hall of fame.
1: No, he's definitely going. To Are all-time. you
0: threatened by him going back to the Cowboys this year?
1: No, not no. at all. But, I couldn't but he, care. Less. He had two options. Go to the Cowboys, go back and, and play football and kind of like,
0: or get out of the Monday night booth
1: or get fired. Yeah. Or get out of the Monday night booth. <laughs> I mean, he, he, it was bad. Yeah, it was bad. It was, it was awful. That
0: experiment failed.
1: So, you know, I, I don't know. I, I, based on the need for the giants, I'm looking at it based on what my team looks like. Yeah. I'm getting the pocket passer, man, because I have all the weapons that I need. I need somebody with the arm. I need somebody with the pocket presence. I need somebody that, yeah, he can take a hit, but I don't need somebody back there scrambling around, making things happen. Like, like uh Baker Mayfield. I don't need somebody back there. Let me ask
0: you this. Just, just the counter to that argument, Right. Don't you think that the league is sort of moving that way? I mean, even big guys like Trubisky runs, right? Like, don't you think that the new age quarterback is moving away from the Haskins model and more towards the Murray while you'd prefer to have both, which you get with Trubisky, right? And we don't I'll, know what he is I'll yet. I'll
1: answer that. I'll answer that by telling you who's won the last 10 Super Bowls, who has the most Super Bowl wins. That's the only way, the only way I can answer that question.
0: Well, sure, but he's not going to be around forever, even though he thinks he but will. He's,
1: but he's winning Super Bowls.
0: Yeah, sure. I,
1: I, I mean, you have guys that get close. And the Giants got two and, out of Eli. And, and, and guess what? Who won last year's Super Bowl? Yeah, he sure was did. Was it
0: Mr. Mobile? He, no, it was not. Well, he got, he got two out of Eli. The Giants got two out of Eli,
1: who is not Mr. Mobile. So
0: I'm not, I'm not saying you're wrong. I'm just saying you got to look at that.
1: I am looking at it. I'm looking at it, and I'm saying, you know what, whatever fits my team. If I need a guy that needs to move and make plays, and at the time when we drafted Carson Wentz, we needed that. Okay. And I'm confident in Carson Wentz, but I'm telling you, based on the team build right now, if I'm the Giants, the way my team looks, I'm not going out and having a guy that needs to run around and make more plays than the playmakers that I have out there. Get the ball to them, and they make the plays.
0: I'm with you. That's how you win. 76ers,
1: Warriors, tomorrow night. Who you got? Zimbead back? I think Joe's back. Who you got? We're probably going (laughs) to (laughs) lose.
0: The Warriors are coming off of two straight losses to bad teams. That's the thing we got going against us. They lost to the Heat in Miami. And so the funny thing I heard about this was – Go ahead. They lost to the Heat in Miami, and uh, someone told a funny story, I forget who it was, was like, dude, they lost that game the night before, because they showed up to Miami the night before.
1: Right. <laughs> spent the whole, the whole off day in uh, Miami. That's what happened. So that's,
0: they lost that game, and then they just lost to Orlando.
1: Another 80s song, huh? We're closing out? No. Um, Dave Willard is the most underrated player in the league. You, huh?
0: you texted me that this week. I'm a huge fan of D-Lil.
1: It sucks where he plays. You know,
0: he's never going to get anybody there. They're never going to win anything. He'll get – he may get – every other year they'll get out so of – So underrated. Every other year they'll get out of the first round. Oh, yeah, dude, he's got like six
1: 50-point games the last couple of years.
0: He's a stud.
1: I love that they beat the Celtics. I hate the Celtics. I hate
0: the Celtics <laughs> so much. By the way, Kyrie Irving, that that's a whole disaster. As we close, would you would you want Kyrie Irving if the Sixers could get their hands on Kyrie? Yeah, yeah. You would still take him? I don't think I would. He's
1: a problem. He's a big problem. He's toxic. But yeah. I think eventually he's gonna find out. I think he's we like weeding his way through this. Like he doesn't know how to act. He doesn't get it. He wants to be the guy, he wants to be the leader, right, but, but he's he doesn't not. he doesn't know how to do it. I'm with you. Al Horford's their leader.
0: I gotta turn up for the chorus.
1: Al Horford's a good player. <laughs>
0: Name a name a good. So this is a, this song's in so many good movies and funny Hopefully movies. Top
1: Gun. Why are we playing all these? Name old songs?
0: name a name a song that this movie's hit
1: Huh?
0: I was gonna say Ricky Bobby at the end, but he's.
1: <laughs> no, it's been in more than that. I, I don't know, but that,
0: that's like the first one that comes to mind. Like it's.
1: <laughs> all right,
0: that's it, guys. Yeah, Flat Earth. That's nothing about Kyrie Irving. He says the Earth's flat. Yeah.
1: That's
0: That's it, guys. That's all we got. Hey, as always, thanks everybody for jumping on the live feed. If you don't already subscribe to us on our platforms, that's YouTube and the iTunes podcast application. Please drop by, give us a subscribe, give us a like, give us a thumbs up, share the video. It helps us out a lot. By the way, that's all free.
1: Does watch Jack anything. play video games? And if you don't mind, on Twitch,
0: you can watch me on Twitch as well. That's at Jrip18, J R I P P eighteen. Also, my buddy that helps me, at Murph Games. That's at Murph, M-U-R-P-H, underscore games. That's all I got. Prof, you good? All
1: good, man. Until we meet again.
0: We out of here. And next week, I promise I won't play 80 songs.
1: Yeah, we're getting new school next week. For the Prof, swag. Peace.